Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with The Fall Guy. What are you doing later? Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. A bloke who, uh, no doubt, has uh, known plenty of guys who go a little bit heavy-handed with the Brute 33 in his day. Uh, Blake Ashford, how are you, sir? Uh, very well, thank you, Ricardo. Yourself? Yeah, good. Thank you, mate. Good. What's what's your go-to fragrance, my friend? What are you, have you have you got a uh, one that one that you like? No, just natural scent, mate. Um, just a shower. Uh, that'll that'll get me right. That's what they need to bottle, right? Uh, then, uh, uh, Eau de Ashford. That's what we need to be selling at Chemist Warehouse. <laughs> yeah, wouldn't sell uh, for much, Ricardo. <laughs> Under the dollar mark. Hey Blake, what, what do you what do you pick, mate? What do you pick on the weekend as your best game? Was it West Tigers and uh, up at Curacao kicking that uh, eighty-five metre kick from the sideline uh, to win the game, or the Warriors may get home over Manly? Um, well, it's a tough one. It was always good to see the Tigers get up, Kempi. Um, in that fashion, they made it ugly and tough to get the win, but hard to go past the Warriors on a Friday night um, in the rain. Oh, it was wet. Sorry. Um, and they, they did it tough, but they got there. They haven't been impressive over the last month, but they're still winning those games, Kempi. So uh, it's good to see them get up there and definitely cement that top four now. What, what do you make of that uh, that call from Anthony Seabold, mate? You know, like, I was, I was calling the game, and I thought my initial reaction was, oh, he's been tackled in the air, and then listened to the referee after he'd come back from the bunker, said, no, no, that, that's not the rule. This is actually the rule when he was explaining it to him. What did you make of it when you saw that play out? Um, I was initially like you, um, just because I think that's how you've, well, we've been trained over the last couple of years that I forgot completely about the rule, to be honest. I was like, oh, yep, tackled in the air, he's, that's a penalty. But in fact, there is actual re- rule. We used to know it as outside backs because you can tackle the, uh, attacking team in the air when they're going for kicks as long as they don't land in an unsafe manner. Now, that's the the point in question, isn't it? Was it unsafe? Well, he was free-falling from a distance in the air. He did land flat on his back. So, look, I wouldn't have been upset either way because of the distance he fell from. Um, could have been unsafe, but it wasn't on his neck or shoulders. So, obviously, the referee deemed it not to be unsafe. So... Look, I was okay with it, but my initial thought was like yours. Yeah, it was. Uh, yeah, it was interesting hearing Seabold have a bit of a sock about it, mate. Because uh, he didn't. Uh, Kempi brought this up earlier. He, he, for some reason, did not mention uh, the five metre forward pass to the try that they'd scored earlier. That didn't get picked up by the officials. <laughs> yeah, they uh, they tend to do that. The coaches are uh, nitpick at things that I suppose sort of have an effect on them. Not about the, the, the rest of the game. You could probably call a couple of other 
things questionable in many games over the weekend. But, look, I understand the referee's got a hard enough job in there in the middle with people, you know, coming at them through the earpiece. Um, so, look, I mean, he had his say. I don't know if he'll get fined or not for it, but uh, it'll be interesting to see what Asley comes out and said. I haven't, I haven't seen anything yet. It was it was a good it was a good game in the sense that it was fast moving and the referee had cleaned the ruck up early, given away a heap of penalties. It wasn't a good game as far as position and position of of both teams. They they seemed to when they got into each other's halves, they were scoring at will. And that, is that a little bit of a worry, Blake, going into the last two games before September, uh, in, uh, for the Warriors that they've they've scratched the wins together as opposed to dominating like Penrith did the other night. Yeah, I, I suppose it could be, Kempi. You know, the, they are winning, and that's what you can take away from it. I suppose the good thing about it is they've got a lot of footage where they know where they need to work on. Um, I would love to see them play a, a top eight team to finish off the, the season. It's not going to be that. Um, they won't really have that hard test. I suppose the good thing about where the Warriors have uh, finished is that they're going to either play the Broncos or Penrith first up in the semis. So mm. you get a second chance. You're going to get that feeling of that semi-final football and against two teams that are really, really strong and physical. So you get that in the first week of September and then, you know, you win, you're through, you lose, you get another life. And um, that's the good thing about where they're positioned at the moment. But, yes, definitely a worry, Kempi, but a lot of areas that they can look back on and um, try and fix up in the next couple of weeks. What did you make of uh, DWZ, mate? It looks like he might have a bit of a knee problem. Uh, how do the Warriors replace him if he's unavailable against the Dragons? Oh, mate, his form this year has been outstanding. The way he finishes tries it? off, even the yeah, even the one he he did basically all himself, beat five people and scored a try. Um, it's I saw Edward Cossey's been back the last couple of weeks in New South Wales Cup. He started the year in good form, Ed Cossey. Um, I think he will obviously switch back straight in for Dallin for the next couple of weeks. Hopefully Dallin's not out for too long, or even if he's back ready to play this week would be good. But, um, yeah, it's, it's hard to replace a finisher like that in the NRL because they mean so much these days when someone can just put it down across the line the way he does with three-quarters of his body over the sideline. Is, is it a little bit of a worry, Blake? You know, Jazz Tavaga, they, they took in an about more, they'll get more of an idea whether or not he will play any more football this year with that hamstring injury. And then you've got uh, the likes of Dills Walker. I think it looks like he needs a little bit of a rest. Uh, Mitch Barnett, that rest last week, come at the right time. I mean, of course, Sean Johnson uh, not kicking goals, so he's nursing some type of leg injury. Is it a little bit um, worrying that you've got those sort of key players not performing at their best rolling into September? Uh, yeah, it could be. And uh, the good thing about Dylan Walker is he's a he's been there, done that. He's won a premiership. He knows what it takes to get up for those big games. We know Sean hasn't been in that situation, obviously, with the Warriors for a, a while now. Um, and a lot of the Warriors players that will be new to them, semi-final football, that's the, the worry. But, look, I, I think they're battle-hardened, these players, that they know what it takes to get up for games. I know Webby doesn't want to rest the players. There might be a, a thought where he might have to rest maybe a Tohu or Adam Fenor Blake or players like this now that they've got their top four wrapped up. It might be beneficial, but 
look, those players know their bodies, and uh, I know Webby would know them better than than myself. Uh, Blake, just uh, having a look at, at your old team, the Tigers, as well, mate. Uh, they got up for that big win against the Dolphins by a point, 24-23. That's got to be, you know, take the weight off uh, the, the club and, and a lot of those players as well. But what do you reckon it means for Benji? And is he ready to take the team on his shoulders next season? Yeah, mate, I think he is. Look, he's had a... I, I believe this wasn't his... I don't think this was his first week with the team. I think he's actually had the team the last maybe month. And we look back at their last month of football. Yes, they've only won that one game, but they took South Sydney all the way. They took the Raiders all the way to the end. Um, I think once you get that team um, under Benji, you get a full preseason under Benji, uh, I, I, I believe that they will be a lot better next year and he can do the job in my opinion. He's a, he's a top four fullback too, that young kid Buller. If you look through the competition on the weekend, oh. Tedesco's, Tedesco's had an absolute barnstormer for Sydney City. Dylan Edwards at Penrith was so good. Reece, you've got Reese Walsh, um, and, of, and of course our boys going all right at the back too, CNK. How, how big is it at the moment, mate, that, that these fullbacks, are, uh, are they, have they gone past halfbacks and hookers as the marquee players in the competition? Uh, in my opinion, they're right up there with them, Kempi. Uh, like, because you see a lot of the, the fullbacks now, they are like that extra playmaker. They don't really have to do the kicking. They don't have to make those those decisions all the time. But most of the time, they're that final pass. You watched Kalen Ponga yesterday. He was that final pass for most of those tries. He was good. Uh, same as Reese Walsh. Yeah, they're like, they've, they've been outstanding all year, and they are running for somewhat close to 300 metres most games. So they're definitely pivotal, and I'd put them right up there with the halfbacks in that sense that they mean so much to a team. Um, and, yes, I think you're right, Kempi. I think it won't be too long until we see the, the fullbacks, one of those positions that a lot of players desire to play. What about this for a concept? What, what about with well, the 17 teams? What, why don't we pick 17 fullbacks and find them a position on a football team and then pick a team to play them? You reckon, how do you reckon they'd go? Because you, yeah. you could start Latrell Mitchell in the middle. You know, you could start the bigger bigger forwards in the middle. You could have a couple of couple of edge players. They'll, they'll stick out. They all play, like you said, halves. That's that's uh, that's an idea, you think? They might run, get, have some legs? Oh, mate, you know, your brain never stops working. You're such an innovator, <laughs> Kempi. <laughs> I don't know how the, the, good, the good thing, I suppose, about the fullbacks is they don't have to tackle that much if they've got a good team. <laughs> that's true, um, mate. That's true. I mean, yeah, so I don't know how they're chair in the middle. New South Wales did it a while ago, didn't they? Have five, five uh, fullbacks in their back line, one Origin game. <laughs> yeah, how did that work out for them, mate? Yeah, uh, not too well. So <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, maybe, maybe something to to pick up there. Hey, we had a text through from Paul on double eight double three, Blake, and he wanted to ask you: uh, Do we rest Sean Johnson and Adam Fadua Blake for this next game? Uh, I, I would love to see them rested. Maybe not the Mount Smart game. I reckon if you can rest them while they they don't have to travel for that last game, I think that would be a good one. I'd like to see why they're Mount Smart, you know, play in front of the faithful um, before the semis and then rest that last round going into it. Uh, Adam Fenua Blake, maybe Tolu Harris, you, you could rest a couple of players there. But at this stage, everyone's carrying injury, isn't there? Uh, aren't they? Sorry. So, you know, it's who you pick. 
to have that rest. Maybe you rest some this week, rest some the next week. Yeah, yeah. Give give the give them a, a ten day break to get their bodies right. Good stuff, Blake. Thanks very much for coming on, brother. Go well and enjoy the rest of your week. Will too. Yeah, enjoy the rest of the day, boys, and maybe the Roosters might sneak in the top eight and give it a shake. Oh, oh, oh yeah, the, you you're still hanging on that? You still hanging on that bit you gave out in the TAB, eh? <laughs> Can't be. Look, mate. There, hey. Dirty going to get you. It's going to come down to the Roosters Rabbits last round. <laughs> oh, yeah, and there might not be any Latrell Mitchell in that game either, depending on the siding commission, and so we'll, we'll have to see. Blake, good stuff, mate. Go well. See you, lads. Cock-a-doodle-doo. do oh, mate, I'm always happy to see uh, the Silver Tails of Manly and the Chooks get get done, to be honest. The two teams I love to watch lose, so... He's a good, he's a good man, Blake. He's uh, He's got such a good analytical eye um, when it comes to football. Uh, and to, and not a bit. We should get him on. Actually, we might get him on on Friday, just to tip out uh, some some NRL games because he's actually quite good at tipping those out as well. Rick uh, Blake Ashford, he'd be happy the Tigers have got their win. They're finally starting to get it together. Two games. Can they get off the bottom of the table? Don't think so. No, it's probably that might might be a bit too far. But I mean, with the uh, the way they're shaking up the squad for next season, Kempi. What do you reckon? I mean, Benji, as he... As, I like, as I like this squad. He's going to have a, an off-season with them, a pre-season with them, I should say. Um, what, do you, what, do you, what do you reckon? You, you think that they avoid the spoon next season? Well, it's interesting uh, whether or not their halves, you know, it, it seems at the moment that their halfbacks and their hooker, the spine, are starting to work, even though it's late in the season. But listening to Luke Brooks talk about uh, signing for Manly, he was just he came out and said, "Well, I was put under pressure to sign, and I didn't like that, so I took the Manly option." Uh, and I think they'll they'll regret that uh, at the moment because there's not that many good halfbacks going around, Rick. That's all. Mm. Uh, but this this kid they got at the back, this um, Buller, he he uh, born in New Zealand, I think he uh, he is. He's he's Fijian, so he can play for both New Zealand and Fiji. Uh, he arrived over in New South Wales. Um, under the age of 13, so he's available for New South Wales. And, of course, if he does get picked for the New South Wales side, then he's available for Australia. So he's uh, he's got a, a big career in front of him. Uh, look, I don't think he ends up at West Tigers for too long. Mm. Like, this kid, he's very exciting. Being under Tedesco. Well, I wouldn't be surprised if he ends up at Sydney City. Yeah. There you go. 100%. Their old, their old salary sombrero. Yes. Uh, a couple more texts have come through. Uh, the Waz had a bye three rounds ago, so we don't need to rest anybody. That one from Pony. That's a fair point. And Sean Thompson- I just wanted to talk on that. I just wanted to talk on that. When you asked Blake that, well, he, the thing with um, Webby is he can't afford to rest anyone because he drops a game, they'll, they'll finish and end up in that fourth position. Mm. Then they'll, they'll play Penrith, and they don't, they don't really want to do that. You know, If they want to get through that first week and have a week off, I think their best option is to finish two and three. Yeah, all right. Uh, and this other one here, Sean Johnson's 250th game this weekend. Hopefully he's not rested so we can celebrate it at home. Yeah, I don't think they'll be resting Sean Johnson for his 250th. No, not, at all, not, at, not at all. Not at all. No. And he's, he's okay. I watched him chase back uh, against the Tigers and, like, it's not too bad, that leg, but he's obviously manages, managing his way through it and he's still playing very good football. Yeah, mate, he's, he's been sensational all season and it's, it's been great to see.